Diablo and the Doctor. Hey Who fans, welcome to the Big Blue Box podcast. This is episode 16. My name's Gary. With me as always is Mr. Adam Charlton. How you doing, buddy? Good morning. How are you doing, Gary? I'm very well, thank you. We're on episode 16. I can't believe it. Where's the time gone? Where's the time gone? It only feels like last week we were doing it before. <laughs> it does. <laughs> so we've got some news roundups for you guys. Then we're going to crash straight into our review of In the Forest of the Night. So it has been a quite a busy week uh, for for who well for Doctor Who fans especially rather than cast and crew and all that stuff from Doctor Who mainly because let's just dive straight into the news, buddy. Because yeah. there's a story um, that we that we covered last week, uh, which was that the Doctor Who experience had reopened. Yeah, and that was all good, all fine and dandy, and then disaster of disasters. I know. Did and where has this where has this come from? I, it's just so bizarre. I don't know. It's um it's it's kind of put the uh, taken the shine off of it a little bit. I don't know if you feel the same. Yeah, cuz basically I mean I mean I from what I've seen the statement is very vague. Basically the the TARDIS set tours have been cancelled from when is it? It's the beginning of November, isn't it? Beginning of yeah, it's the uh, 3rd of November through to the tw- so literally an, an entire month essentially. Where they've cancelled all of the TARDIS tours. See, what strikes me as strange about this is presumably these things are all planned really far in advance. And like you said, last week we were like, yes, you know, the experience is back open. They've done all this video promotion and really plugged it. And then a week later they're cancelling the TARDIS tours. And it, it seems really badly managed. And I, I find it bizarre. And like I say, the, the reason for it is vague. So I don't really know what's going on. I, I don't know what to make of it. Yeah, I can't. I've, I've had a good look around. And so, so let's just be clear that the actual experience itself is still open. Yeah. So the, the the main core thing that you actually go there to do is is still open. And, you know, you can book tickets. That's all good. It's just this extra uh, set tour, which you pay extra for um, at the time of booking. That's the bit that's been that's been cancelled. And it seems strange that they've cancelled it for that much, you know, that long. It's like mm. um, y- you could probably excuse a couple of days here and there due to, I don't know, some sort of technical difficulty or lack of staff. I'm not quite sure, but there's literally nothing online or anything about it. All they've said is uh, um, uh, due to studio operational reasons. That's right, yeah. I remember it was a really vague. It was like, you know, what does that mean? Exactly, um, yeah. It's very generic <laughs> vague statement the thing is that the ser- the christmas special is wrapped so if it was for filming presumably it's not for that because they- they've just wrapped on the christmas special haven't they yes so it can't be done. for that yeah. so what other reason could there be somebody said well maybe they're redesigning it which seems strange because they've all they've only just sort of redone it haven't they although it's you know yeah. they've sort of altered it a little bit for Capaldi's doctor but yeah, I just don't know what the reason is. And I think, I know a lot of people, I know some people have bought tickets. I know one person in particular that got a ticket for it, really disappointed, you know. And yeah, it, as yeah. I say, it does seem strange so soon after re-announcing that it's going to be open. It does seem strange that they haven't sort of, whatever's come up has come up and they haven't thought this through. Yeah, I did have a few people tweet us um, who had booked tickets and then were kind of left in the lurch for a while. Mm. Um, a guy called Alan Price. 
Uh, All right. Uh, at Alan G. Hello, Cross. Alan. Hi, Alan. Yeah, he runs a, a cool podcast over in Belfast. And, All right. Um, yeah, I'll put a link to it in the show notes afterwards. And uh, yeah, so he was saying that um, him and uh, uh, the person he was going with, uh, just Catherine E, <laughs> uh, they're basically saying that they're heartbroken because uh, they those guys actually book flights over. Oh, man. On that specific date. So they were kind of up in limbo for a bit. But then he did actually tweet me uh, early on today to say he's got he's got it all sorted. The only thing is that they're a bit lighter in the bank account because they've had to obviously rebook their flights and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, another guy, um, Matt Sandry. Hello, uh, Matt. Hi, Matt. Yeah, he's asked for a partial refund. Uh, so he was saying that it was a bonus that the set tour was offered, but just a bit mm. gutted that these things happened. So. Uh, and then another guy, Mark Davies. Hello, Mark. <laughs> uh, he's saying that still no response from Crowd Surge, which is the really? third-party ticket uh, company from 24 hours on. This was yesterday, yeah, um, or early la- uh, sorry, late last night. He's saying he hasn't received a response and he's gutted. Um, mm. uh, the ten-year-old and his mate they were due to go next Wednesday, as it's a school inset day where the school's closed. So, uh, some very disappointed people around. Yeah, and it seems, as I say, I mean, I, you know, I hope there's a genuinely good reason for it because, you know, it is messing people about. And especially as it's um, a, a bonus, you know, like they said, they've booked it to go with the Doctor Who experience. So it, it really does, you know, seem a shame that they haven't sort of thought it through a bit more and that this has happened. I, I feel really, really sorry for anyone that's got tickets for that. Yeah. And um, I hope they get a proper explanation for it. Absolutely. Our, our thoughts go out to... The, they do. Our, our lost and downed... Who soldiers? <laughs> yeah. I say that with jest, but you know, on a serious note, it's uh, it's not cool. But hopefully, I, I, I would be out. furious. I mean, because you know, because they've obviously booked certain dates, I, I I would be pretty annoyed. And actually, the lack of response thing is the worst. I, mean, I think if it, with anything, if ever you return something or you wait for an email, I just think the lack of response thing is, you know always adds to it and makes things ten times worse when you don't hear back, especially on something like this. So yeah. My thoughts go out to you guys, and I hope you get it resolved. Yeah, and do do tweet us to let us know once uh, once you've actually gone, whether mm. you managed to, uh, if you've rearranged your your tour to go on a further date, or if you just went to the experience and got a refund on the set tour bit and just did the, the main part of it. Do let us know how it went, and uh, and all that stuff. Indeedy, indeedy. Uh, next bit of news, buddy. Oh yeah, some good news. I love these. Yeah, so do I. Uh, those guys at Silver Screen, Silver Your Screen mates. Records, they're so good. They are good. You've yeah. got some great vinyls from those guys, haven't you? Vinyls, yeah, they're really good at oh, that. No, <laughs> they've. Um, I'm very envious of your Silver Screen vinyl. Like when you put pictures up, I, <laughs> I always want to get them, but they're always limited, aren't they? Do you know what? Little story, true story. When I first got my uh, turntable a few months ago, now. Um, I was, you know, the first thing you do is you jump online, you start looking at all the cool stuff that you could potentially get. And I just did a search, a random search for Doctor Who uh, soundtrack on vinyl. Mm. I didn't expect to, to find anything and Silver Screen came up. And that vinyl that I got, which is the, uh, I think it's series one and two. It's oh, like, yeah. a, like a double LP set. Is it blue vinyl? Uh, no, no, it's just a standard oh. black, yeah. Um, but on the website, it had this message on there saying it was very limited and... Um, you know, you had to order by by a certain date to, to get it. So I just out, you know, out of curiosity, I tweeted Silver Screen and said, um, "I've seen this vinyl double uh, LP on your website, uh, but it's you're saying it's very limited. Just out of chance, do you have any left in stock?" And she actually came back and said, "That message is a year old. Oh, but we have one left." 
Oh, right. So even though they were saying it's like a limited run and, you know, you had to pre-order to guarantee a copy, you know, just out of chance, they had one sitting there. And it had your name on it. it. Had, yeah, it had the big blue box all over it. <laughs> so um, so I nabbed it, and it's uh, it's a wonderful set. But these, um, it's you know, just if you see anything on their website, because I will, I do love these guys. They do some awesome stuff. Mm, they but do. Their website isn't quite as good as it could be. I will be honest. Yeah. Um, so a few little niggly things on there. Things don't get updated as quickly as they should do. Um, and it's not the best. Exp- I mean, it's okay. It's not the best experience. They've got this weird kind of checkout systemy thing that's not part of their site and it's a bit disjointed that's but right it goes to like a, another like a third party or something doesn't it I remember yeah. now yeah I mean yeah. I, t- I totally get that you know to keep costs down you just bolt on a th- that's fine um, but yeah those guys are really cool the actual products that they, they they bring out are really good and did you see recently the Ghostlight double LP yeah I did yeah yeah did you get that uh, I haven't ordered it yet but I'm thinking that might be one to get yeah, definitely. I love vinyl. I mean, I love it. The Gorgeous. last one I bought was the Dominators. It was like a 10-inch vinyl. I can't remember if it's um, coloured vinyl or not now. I don't think it is, but it's in a really nice little 10-inch um, vinyl case. It's lovely. Okay. Uh, i got a thing for vinyl, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Love it. We're not, what, talking, about the... vi- we're not talking about vinyl, though, are we? <laughs> no, we've gone, down, we've gone down a different a vinyl road. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's talk. So this is um, back to uh, CD boring ones and zeros digital stuff yeah corroding uh, cds yeah but it is cool though they've released <laughs> a double a double cd pack for day of the doctor and time of the doctor like yes the full beans now i was really excited i only saw this last night and i was really excited about it. So i thought oh brilliant they're finally getting because there's been some of the theme tunes that haven't been released on cd so far in particular the series seven you know um matt smith well with the really deep thumping bass which i like oh yes yeah and it's not on there i was gutted i was like what i I assumed you know being day's doctor tired doctor perfect time to get those out and i know a lot of people have been waiting for those versions and still not on there i'm I'm flabbergasted but that said a great set i honestly thought it was going to be on there yeah no i saw a track listing last night unless unless it's wrong and you know i'd love it to be wrong um, but yeah, I saw a track listing last night, and it was the first thing I looked for. I was like, "Where's the, where's the series seven theme?" Because I, I really want that, you know, that thumping bass line. It's not my favourite theme, but I just really want it to complete the set, you know. So what, I can't believe they haven't put it on there. So what episode was that from? Time of the Doctor. No, well, it started. When did it start? It was with the sort of ready intro, wasn't it, with Matt's face in it? When did that start? Oh, so yeah, that was the beginning of Series Seven, wasn't it? Yeah, so it's Series Seven. Yeah, yeah, it's still not been released. No, but I, I'll be annoyed if they do a sort of a. You know, sometimes on um, iTunes they do like exclusive tracks for the Dot Two soundtracks, which slightly annoy me actually, because um, obviously, like I, I am a bit old fashioned. I still buy the CDs, so. I always get a bit annoyed when there's exclusive tracks on things like iTunes, and I'll be a little bit annoyed if it's um, if it's one of those because they must know people are waiting for it. If you, you know, it gets asked for quite a lot on forums and stuff. Whenever a new soundtrack comes out, like the Snowman soundtrack, everyone assumed it'd be on that thing. Oh yeah, maybe yes, that's when yeah. it started. Yeah, yeah. So a strange decision. I I, I don't know why. It, it, it is strange, and maybe, maybe they mm. do these things just to keep you wanting more. So maybe in six months or a year's time they'll release some limited edition one with these extra things on there and 
maybe they're going to yeah. release a, a tenth anniversary of all the themes yeah, what, <laughs> ne- yeah. next year. You know, tenth anniversary of the new series or something. Actually, I wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> of all the themes, yeah. Uh, interestingly right. enough, um, this is out for uh, the fifty-first anniversary of Doctor Who, which is kind oh, of yeah. getting overlooked a lot, isn't it? Because mm, we it had is the, actually. the big hurrah for the fiftieth, which is rightly deserved, and, and yeah. all that stuff, which is cool. Oh, but so good. But we're now we're at fifty-one years, so that still needs to be celebrated, and that's a cool thing. It's on a Sunday this year. I'm going to be in um, Brighton at a convention. To, I will be celebrating it. There's a convention in Brighton called Timey Wimey. Ah, yes. Yeah, yeah Tom, cool. Tom Baker's going to be there doing a little interview with Toby Haydock um, and Sarah Sutton, I think, Louise Jameson's quite a few good people. Uh, so I should be celebrating it there. But it's on a Sunday. And me being an old man, I was like, oh, no, a Sunday. Work on Monday. <laughs> Work on Monday. <laughs> I, I will be celebrating it. Cool. And going to work very hazy-eyed the next day. I was just about to well, say, you, you won't probably be firing on all cylinders. On, oh, no. On well, it would probably be more the journey because Brighton's not close to me <laughs> by any means. So, yeah, I'll probably be a bit out of it on that Monday. Yeah, so but it'll be worth it. Yeah. Mm. 51st anniversary. This is going to be released on, on that date, I think, the 24th. Great stuff. Yeah, so I'm assuming that you can pre-order this uh, now. Just jump onto Silver. Just do a search for Silver Screen Records and you'll, you'll see it on there. Should be able to order it. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, last bit of news. Uh, I love these bits. I love it when Doctor Who wins stuff. Mm, yes. Because it's always, I always have this, um, well, not always, but I've had this conversation quite a few times with people where um, I'm typically banging on about how brilliant Doctor Who is and and that, and they're like, well, you know, so-and-so won this and so-and-so won that. But these Doctor Who do actually pick up quite a few awards nowadays. Which they is do. Very cool, yeah. So uh, they've picked up the the British Academy Kimru Award. Kimru. Kimru. Is that how you say that? Is it? Kimru. Yeah, which is oh. Welsh for Wales. I I think. Oh, I'm showing my ignorance yeah. here because I see it always at the end of the credits. I think, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, BBC yeah, yeah, Kimru. Yeah, which is basically yeah. BBC Wales. Uh, so yeah, they've picked this up, and it's um, uh, best special visual effects and graphics. Which is cool. And um, is this for Series 7 then, presumably? I assume so. Or the Day of the Doctor or something, maybe? Yeah. Um, I think it's for, it must be for Series 7. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't think they would have. Uh, yeah, it's too early, isn't it, for Series 8 stuff to be picking up awards? I would have thought so. I think the only one that's gone up at the moment is is it TV Personality of the Year that Peter Capaldi picked up? Oh, did he? I think oh, so. Oh, excellent. Yeah, a couple of months oh, ago. Cool. Uh, I'm not sure. I didn't see that, but yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, so I think that's the only one that's gone this year based on Series 8. Everything else for Series 8 will be next year. It'll be next year. That'll be good, won't it? That'll be very cool. They won a load of stuff earlier on the year, didn't they? They did, and then three people got up. There was a bit of a sort of people were sort of mocking it, but saying, "Who are these people?" And you know, they're probably really important people from behind the scenes because you know there wasn't anyone sort of recognisable there. It got sort of. uh, got ripped up ripped apart a little bit didn't it but it, it was a great achievement obviously but yeah people were more focusing on like well who the hell's that yeah. <laughs> collecting it yeah yeah exactly i don't know who they were but no it was just um like behind the scenes people like special yeah. effects people and i think it was hair and makeup won something as well and yeah yeah very cool though very cool all very good all good so that's got a wrap for the news buddy okay
Oh, I love that sound. Do you know, I never get bored <laughs> of that sound. We're never going to get bored of that. Ever. Oh, it's just brilliant. So, Adam. Yes. Shall we do our review of In the Forest of the Night? I think we should. Cool. I think it's lovely. You have reached your destination. No, we haven't. We're supposed to be in the middle of London. You have reached your destination. Oh, stop saying that. She's only saying it because it's true. We are in the middle of London. We are in the middle of a forest. Come on, team, let's do this. We will if you stop calling us a team. Hmm. Mm. This is an interesting one. When did the TARDIS get a sat-nav? <laughs> That's what I want to know. I, I love your opening question. When did the TARDIS get a sat-nav? I've been saving that up since since it aired. Because I, I was like, what's, you've reached your destination. Who is, what is this? That's a, it's yeah. a good question, actually. Yeah. Let's ponder yeah. that for a second. Yeah. Why does it... Hold on. When did the TARDIS get a sat Who's actually saying that? It's not the TARDIS, is it? I don't know. Or is it? it yeah, I think it is. You have reached your destination because he says, stop saying that. He's talking to the TARDIS, isn't he? Maybe he's got it to talk to it when Clara's not around. <laughs> yeah, possibly. You know, he needs a female voice to the TARDIS, obviously. So Yeah, because yeah. he's, he he's got some feelings for the TARDIS, as we know. Yeah, well, yeah, that's right. Well, I'm not sure if this Doctor shares that same. Yeah. The sexiest TARDIS in the universe. Indeed. Uh, so, yeah, in the forest of the night. So, mm -hmm. hmm, where, do we, where do we start? Um well, I'll start with the positive. <laughs> That's a good uh, idea. Yeah, which I thought visually was good. Did you? I thought, yeah, I thought the shots of the um, the you know London. Uh, what's what's the column? Nelson's column. That's the one. Oh, okay. Uh, Nelson's column, and you know the sort of shots of the forest taking over London. I thought visually it looked looked good. Okay. Uh, I thought the concept at the heart of it was good, um, with the. You know, waking up to find London and the whole world presumably taken over by trees—a good concept—and that's as about as much positivity as I could put towards it, really. Okay, I'm well. Our first disagreement, okay, is on the visual execution. Right. I thought this was dreadful, mate. Really? Yeah. What the 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 CGI and stuff? The whole lot. <laughs> the I, whole shebang. The whole I, out of this oh. entire series, this one really, really stumped me. You do surprise me. I didn't think it was that bad. I yeah. actually thought it was quite good. Well, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. It wasn't terrible, you know, by way of uh, visual standards these days. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't like, uh, oh, my God, I'm going to turn this off because it looks so bad. <laughs> but it was, um, I thought it was just like some of the, some of the shots where, okay, let me give you a few examples. Okay. The, the bit where... Um, Maeve is running through the forest yeah. and she just kind of stands still and there's like these wolves. You can see the eyes through the bushes. Oh, yeah. The, the wolves' faces were uh, kind of poking through mm. and you don't see their nose or their teeth or anything. You Just the pair of eyes coming through the bush and they, <laughs> they digitally scrubbed out the rest of the... You know, it just looked terrible. And... Um, now you say that, when I, well, I probably won't watch this one for a while. I've got to be honest with you. When I, if I ever do watch it again, I'll be looking out for that because I hadn't noticed. But now you say it. Yeah. And uh, another one would be um, Nelson's column. You know, when it collapses and it falls down on them. For no apparent reason. Yeah. For no reason. Yeah. There's the, the, the face of Nelson as it's coming down through the forest. 
is it completely it just it doesn't look right the angle and the the, the speed it's traveling and everything it just looks like some kind of um you know uh, you know Fringy. christmas when you go and see what they called at theater what they call panto panto it was like a very pantomime stunt where they were kind of ducking down and this thing was collapsing on them but the oh, camera right. shot didn't do it quite right and mm. oh man if nelson's I, I was column just... was falling at that pace we'd have no more doctor yeah put it yeah. that way I, I was just sort of thinking well why is that suddenly collapsed like what you know it was it was basically just there to try and give the episode some sort of suspense or or, or you know and it because it was struggling for me like there was no you know i found this really dull this whole episode there was no sort of threat there was no tension to it it just mulled along and i think things like that when nelson's column fell down it was just it was just there to to try and put some excitement into the episode and for me it failed miserably a bit yeah. like the wolves and and the and the tiger i mean they were in there for all of 10 seconds or whatever uh, for no reason, they were just there to try and inject some excitement into, into what was a, a, for me anyway, a really dull episode. Yeah, um, and the first yeah. clunker of series eight, because I, I have, I think that's why I was saying to you when we were chatting on Twitter, I, I got into a slight heated debate, and I don't normally get involved in these things too much, but I was so disappointed in this episode because series eight has been so strong up to now. I suppose it was inevitable we were going to get a bit of a clunker. <laughs> um, and I got into a bit of a heated debate with someone about this particular episode. They were defending it. And I was sort of saying, well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. But for me, there were so many faults with it right. that, um, yeah. that I really and – I, and I hate to bash Doctor Who. You know, I'm not one of these fans that, that goes into an episode looking for the faults. I, I love this program and, I've, and I love Series 8. Um, and I think that's why I felt a bit strong about this episode being such a letdown, really. Because I think it had potential. As I say, I like, I like the idea behind it. Yeah, I mean, okay, so let, I'll give you my positives now then. Okay. Let, um, I, I kind of liked, I kind of liked the initial concept, as you say, mm-hmm. the, you know, the, the, the core story had, has, has potential there. Yeah. Um, I think it was just very poorly, I, I hate bashing it, like you say, but I think it was quite poorly written in a lot of places and it wasn't, it was. you know, it wasn't, I think this looked like a bit of a rush job to me as well. And, um, because if you notice, I don't know if you did notice, but Peter Capaldi and Jenna Coleman, they look knackered in this yes, episode. Yeah, there, there is a there's a particular shot actually of Peter Capaldi, um, like a close up in his eyes. I mean, he looks like he hasn't slept for a week. Um, yeah, yeah. Poor guy. I mean, he probably hasn't. You know, it's a it's a tough recording schedule. But yeah, they did. They both looked like you could sort of almost imagine saying, right, keep the energy up, let's keep going. You know, yeah, you could see it. Yeah, so they look shattered. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Another thing that I thought was quite cool was the when I I'll be honest with you when I first you know when you see the next time uh, trailer mm, yeah there was a small part of it where you saw Maeve running through the forest and the wolves chasing and for a very just a couple of seconds in my mind I thought that this could be like um like a fairy tale episode it was going to be like a Red Riding Hood kind of yeah thing and that really excited me just for a few seconds but then we got you know realization that this was a much very different story to that and and that kind of thing and but i a, a large part of me wished that they'd gone down that route and just made it a bit more uh fairy tale-ish and a bit more a bit like robot of sherwood so maybe not as mm. not as not as funny and and camp in a lot of places as, as that episode was but a bit more of a scary fairy tale 
Uh, yeah, I think know. they tried to they tried to inject a bit of humour into it, but a lot of the humour fell really flat this week. Um, you did, I thought. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, and I think you're right. I think there was potential with this. They they could have done so much with it, and I think you're right. It was possibly a bit of a rush job. They probably came up with this great concept and thought, right, what can we do? And and they didn't maximise the potential of it. I think. Yeah, that was um, yeah, not it wasn't. So in terms of positives, then, um. We're saying that the story was 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 basically was, there. It just wasn't. It just but the wasn't realized was bad. That, Yeah, the writing was mm. pretty poor. The performances were again were very good. Um, I don't think Capaldi was on fire as much as we've seen him in every episode previous to this one. Not I, at all. I, I did. I did think he was a bit sluggish, and I think that's because at this stage in. Bearing in mind that when did they start recording Series Eight? It was months ago now, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, um, yeah. They must have been up like literally towards the back end of the schedule, so they're probably really feeling it. Um, yeah, and the same with Clara, you know, Jenna Coleman. She just looked a bit. I mean, she still she was still good. I really enjoyed, you know, some of the scenes that she was in, and yeah, even even Danny Pink, he even he looked a bit he bored was, in this one. He was flat this week, wasn't he? Yeah, and I think. Um, uh, you know, with Peter Capaldi, they made that they wrote the Doctor as a bit of a um, idiot this week. He seemed like he even says at one point, doesn't he? Oh, that's so obvious. Why did I get it? It just it, it, the writing wasn't there for him. And like you said, they all seemed a bit sort of going through the mill a bit, yeah, um, which yeah. didn't sort of add to what was an otherwise quite dull story, really. You know, yeah, dull episode. Yeah, um, and it was one of those episodes where after I watched it, and uh, I'll be totally honest with you guys, we're recording this now on Thursday the 30th of October, and I only got round to watching it last night, mm. uh, So, which is very naughty of me, but um, but I am, st- you know, it's still fresh in my mind. It's not one of those, because there are times where um, before, I, before I did the podcast, I would watch it, um, and then... If I got round to watching it a second time, I would. But um, I, I think you do the same, Adam, where you watch it on a Saturday or a Sunday morning and then you watch it another time before we record. That's what I normally do. This yeah. is the first episode where I haven't. Um, that is actually mainly for time reasons. I just haven't really had a chance to sit and watch it again. But I always like to watch an episode twice. Sometimes um, the second viewing you know, gives you so much more and it, it has on a few episodes. Um I haven't watched this again, as I say, mainly for time reasons, but also I really, I struggled with it a lot first time. I was so unengaged by it. I would like to give it another watch, um, but I, I, yeah, it's not one that I'm keen to go back to. It really didn't do it for me. Um, There were just, I mean, one of the other things that, you know, was the actual execution of it. Like, where were all the people? You know, this is this is London. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know they said at the start, stay in your house. That's never going to happen in London. You know, people, they, just the fact that there was only the, those characters walking around, um, you know, and so, somebody said to me in a chat, actually, well, we only needed to see these characters. And I disagree with that because you want this, you know, if you're going to make this story realistic and not, you know, not just a, a pantomime, um, you need to have more people there. It, it, it didn't feel like London. It, it didn't. I assume it was shot in a real forest because some of it didn't even look like a real forest. It sort of had a, a, I don't know if they used a filter on it or, do you know what I mean? Did you think that? It didn't, it sort of looked a bit, the whole episode looked a bit fake in studio. Uh, I'm assuming it was in a real forest, but something about it didn't look right. Yeah, I think, 
I'm not sure on the location, but I'm, it looked to me like they found, they did find an actual forest, hmm. but it looked like they, they found one that had a particular look and feel. It was quite sparse because yeah. I, I think because due to like filming restrictions and stuff, they have to get a lot of equipment around. It did look a bit sparse and hmm. um, I don't know, it didn't, it didn't have any character to it, put it that way. No, that's right. I mean, yeah, yeah they sort of just threw a few London signs around to remind you that it's in London. And one of the things I wanted to look out for, actually, and I will do if, when I give this a second viewing, um, there was a fan-made poster uh, in the background, and apparently you can only spot it for a second. Oh, I was coming uh, on to that, yeah. Oh, were you? Did, yeah, and, yeah I, I, and I forgot to look for it. Yeah, I was about to ask you if you noticed the poster. on the, It was on a bus, right, on the side of the Yeah, the but bus. I don't... I don't remember a bus being in it. I remember that people talked about it after they saw the trailer, so I meant to look out for it in the episode, but I, I forgot. Um, it's but, there. So yeah, it's there, is it? It's well, there, that's yeah. quite a cool thing. I like the fact they're incorporating little fan things into the episodes. I think that's nice. That is cool. Especially I... as they use the fan, uh, <laughs> you know, the fan credits, didn't they? The title sequence was, was based on a fan thing, which is quite nice. Yeah, that's quite cool. I thought well, it was well, fake at first. When I saw that post, when they when somebody pointed it out, I thought it was just a Photoshop thing. What just what's going to the credits? Did you notice that the music was out of sync this week? Out of sync. Yeah. If you when if you ever watch this episode again, the music is out of sync with the titles. Oh, it's bizarre. Um, it's <laughs> just not. Um, well, it's just not in sync. If it, when you watch it, it's just really odd. Like you know, sometimes when you get like uh, a, a one second delay. Ah, okay. It's yep. like the music is one second behind the credits. It's really odd because obviously you see it every week, so you sort of know when things come in on music cues, don't they? And it's it's out of sync. It's it's very shoddy. I'm I can't believe like mm. again, it seems a bit rushed. Like I'm sh I can't believe no one picked up on it. Like all the f a lot of fans have picked up on it. You know, so somebody even messaged me within ten minutes, uh, well two <laughs> seconds. But I said, "Oh, the music's out of sync," and I was like, "Yeah, I know, I know." So I thought it was me. I thought it was our, our TV. Oh wow, yeah. Because sometimes <laughs> I just put it down to the the satellite signal or whatever just being dodgy yeah. at the time but no so it's literally out of sync is it it was i mean not much and again it's a bit of a technical thing that 99 out of 100 people probably wouldn't bother them but i was just like what's going on you know it's a very sloppy thing to to get through yeah uh, again which comes through to sort of maybe this episode being a bit rushed to to get done yeah well that, that um like i said earlier at the beginning it's um i didn't think it was visually executed very well at all this episode mm. and there was quite a few little things well, not just the the, the wolves, you know, poking through the bush and, and there's, there's just loads of little things in there that just looked extremely, uh, it's almost like they got up to this point and they said, right, we've blown quite a bit of money on this already mm. <laughs> and we need to put quite a bit more aside for the, the, the twin finale. Yeah. So we haven't got as much as we'd like for this one before the finale. So uh, you've got a little bit to play with, but you just do what you can sort of thing. Made the best of it. Exactly, yeah. And it was just all the way through it. Like some of the uh, shots from space where you see the earth covered in forest, it just looked like, I don't know. I've seen a lot better stuff. Don't get me wrong. As we've seen over the years, Doctor Who is famous for its poor effects. So it, it's kind of got that charm almost to it still where you can just forgive that stuff, you know. Mm. Um, but where you've got like just the basics, when you get the basics wrong, that's when you have to question whether, you know, whether, whether things are being done right. Yeah, yeah, and it does seem to get it's sort of a little bit sloppy. It's a bit like the, um, you know, like the theme. It's not important, but it does add to the whole 
feel of the episode. It's just a you sort of feel like someone's taking their eye off the ball a little bit, you know, yeah. When, yeah. when things are like that. I mean, the, the the biggest issue I have with the episode is the fact that um, there was no sort of real threat or any drive to it. Do you know what I mean? Like you said, yeah. it, it it didn't. It, they could have made so much more of what was going on, and I I just that's why I found it so dull. Really, there was there was nothing to keep me engaged in it at all. Um, in terms of that, and uh, I, I was wondering if, if sort of it appealed to younger um, viewers. I, I don't know what did your did your kids like it? Did they enjoy it? Uh, they haven't seen it. I watched it quite late ah. last night. Yeah, so they haven't actually seen it yet. But um, uh, speaking of kids, we haven't talked about the the child <laughs> actors in this. No, and no. Uh, oh man, that again. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is about the the people the casting uh, uh, peeps on on Doctor Who um, because they seem to do such a brilliant job of casting the adult the adult cast in Doctor Who is always so strong and really really good but for some reason the kids that they get in these it, it happens it's not it's not just this one um, do you remember Nightmare in Silver I've tried very hard to forget it but oh, yes brother yeah it's one of my least favorite episodes yeah, yeah and there was I, can't, oh. I was just about to say another episode and I can't think of it now but it seems to me that they when they get kids involved they just pick these terrible child actors <laughs> do you know what I mean it's like yeah. I don't know what's going on with the the casting calls on these but they And they always write them as really bratty I mean I know some kids are like that but not every single one. Like every kid that's in Doctor Who at the minute seems to be really arrogant and mouthy and, you know, uh, just a total brat. It's like, yeah, it would just yeah. be refreshing if they wrote a kid that was, you know, perhaps just a little bit, you know, um, respectful maybe. It doesn't have to be, you know, but they're always the same. They're just always like moaning, bratty kids. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. And I think um, the, the, the kid that was in it a few episodes ago, you know, in Kill the Moon, where they brought the, the, the girl up. The whole controversy about she wasn't the first woman on the moon because Martha Jones had already done that. Oh yes, yeah, I forgot the girl's name. Courtney. Courtney, that's it. Um, yeah, she was she was like that at first, and then there was kind of little moments where she was not too bad, and you could see that maybe if they brought her in it again, she would. You know, we could see some good stuff there. Well, she yeah. she did. She had a sort of humour behind it. She wasn't sort of spoiled bratty. She was sort yeah. of um, a bit sort of. She sort of worked, I think, possibly maybe because she's a bit, little bit older. Um, you know, she, yeah. I mean, I, I know a lot of people didn't take to her, but I, I thought she was okay. And and the kid in in Listen as well um, acted quite well. He's about the only other kid I could think of that's been in recent who that's sort of uh, been okay. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but norm, nine times out of ten, it's these bratty little... Yeah, and bratty, it's down yeah. to the writing as well. They just always write them as, as like that. But I, I just wondered if it appealed to the younger audience, because I know um, my mum is a teacher. She, you know, she said her, some of her kids... Uh, well, not this particular episode, actually, but ha have been enjoying it. And I, I can imagine them perhaps liking this episode because of the feel of it. Um, but, yeah, for, it's, but as an adult, it didn't. Yeah, it's, it's definitely been a, a series of two halves for me. It's, we've had these very adult-based, quite scary uh, episodes like uh, like Listen, yeah, um, and uh, the the Boneless Guys. You know, they they have provided quite a, a, and not just that as well. The Doctor himself has been quite dark, and he's been quite hard to read, and he's been very, you know, not not as not as appealing as somebody like Matt Smith or David Tennant. You know. Yeah, I did, actually, that was the only bit I liked. Actually, was when he was so dismissive of of uh, Maeve at the beginning. 
He's like, it's over that way. That, that, that was the only <laughs> bit of humor that actually was quite nice in the episode with the doctor being very much like the first doctor, just, you know, no, 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 don't bother me now sort of thing. And that, that was the only good bit, I thought. Yeah, that was cool. Because it, it was, he has these moments, doesn't he, where mm-hmm. um, he's very straight and very, very quite firm. But at exactly the same time, it's hilarious to watch. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I I liked that bit. There just wasn't enough of it in this episode to me. No. And the the mum, the mum was awful with the (laughs) gawping eyes. I I wish she'd been taken down by Nelson's column because she was just a terrible actress. She wasn't even in it very much, but all she did was gawp and and ride her bike. And she got from Shoreditch to the centre of London in about two minutes, which is pretty good going. Yeah, uh, especially as there's a forest in your way. Yeah, I'd like like to get myself one of those bikes. Um, but yeah, she was terrible. Yeah, if one, if one of my kids went missing, probably the last thing that I would do is search around for my bike helmet and take a bike <laughs> out into the forest. What 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 was the the deal with that kid at the end? Talking of the missing kid, what was that all about? With the girl appearing in the bush at the end? Yeah, I, I think that was just for to, oh. to end it on a, to give people a happy ending. I'm pretty sure because there was nothing in there of There's any nothing. substance, was there? No. No, not at all. And, you know, there was plenty of room in that episode where they could have put a bit of meat in there if they wanted us to even give a remote sort of care about that because yeah. she just appeared. And I was thinking, are we supposed to be like, ah, oh, brilliant? Because it just was so tagged on at the end. Um, uh, you know, again, it just sort of topped off what was a really poor episode. Really. It was, yeah, because sometimes you have these episodes, don't you, where they're, they're, they're mostly okay, but there's some poor elements. But... Mm. Um, you can forgive certain things and then over, overall you think well you know it wasn't amazing but I still enjoyed this one just to me and you, I, you probably agree it just didn't hit any of the right beats no that's right that's a good that's a perfect of way of putting yeah. it yeah um, before we close out with a review Missy did pop up yeah um, what was because I've only watched this once so I've forgotten what did she say or do she it was very brief again well it's it was one of those weird things where Somebody in Doctor Who has always got a camera attached to a satellite somewhere where they can watch the the Earth from yes. an iPad. An iPad. Was she on the iPad again? <laughs> well, no, she's on a, just a computer monitor. Oh, right. Okay. Um, but she was on an iPad, I'm pretty sure, or somebody was in the last couple of episodes. Anyway. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So everyone's got a webcam in space these days. So she's sitting there on a computer. She's looking at the Earth as... Um, as the solar flare is like being dispersed by the trees and stuff. And I think she just, she's like, I think she says surprising, very surprising. I think she says surprising as if she was expecting this to go another way. Um, But it's one one of those cool little things where it's that, well, the Missy bit was the best bit in the episode (laughs) because it's one of those little nuggets where you think, what is she about? What, What is going on there? Yes, and of course that led into what was an amazing, I thought, next time trailer. An actual draw-dropping next time trailer, I thought. It was awesome. I can't wait until Saturday. <laughs> I know it was it, it was needed. I mean, after such a, a rubbish episode, it was just such a great trailer. It looks so promising. I hope it lives up to it. They seem to give an awful lot away. Which makes me think, are they sort of trying to put us on the wrong foot? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because I thought that, you know, I've seen that on Twitter as well, where people mm. have been saying uh, that they've given like some really big spoilers away early. And I don't think that's the case because, you know, when, uh. we've talked mostly about a pretty poor episode and pretty poor writing and casting and so on. But one thing that 
that the Doctor Who guys do very well is the um, is like the just drip feeding you very cool stuff um, and not really giving too much away. That's uh, what I thought. But, yeah, you know, before episodes or season uh, uh, ah, series start, and um, so I, I think this is a bit of a red herring because there's a bit in that next time trailer, isn't there, where Clara is shouting at somebody, something like Clara's or didn't exist or something or doesn't exist. Yeah, and people have latched onto that, and Twitter went mad for a little while afterwards, saying, you know, is this going to be some kind of weird thing where Clara, you know, hasn't actually been there? It's like part of the Doctor's psyche or or you know she's been there as part of the TARDIS or something like that well the, the new trailer that they're showing now starts with the sort of this red orangey smoke and it looks a lot like when the you know that scene where the war doctor turned around when Clara jumped into the doctor's time stream and all that yes that that first few seconds of that new trailer looks like that doesn't it it, it does yeah the, he's at the 12th doctors outside the TARDIS on the floor Clara's kind of in this orangey smoke and it does really look reminiscent of that, and I think that that's why people are saying, "Well, you know, is he back in the time stream? Is she? Is she never? Did she never get out of there?" Don't know. Could, could be really interesting. I hope the payoff is good. Yes, yeah, and I think there is a bit more to it than the trailer. I, I honestly don't think that they would give away huge, huge things like that in the next time trailer. Nor do I. And I love yeah. the bit where she said she got the key. And she was like, you are never going to set foot in the TARDIS again. That sent chills down my back. You know, you're never stepping foot in the TARDIS again. And the doctor just looks at her like, whoa, you know, I mean. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. She has been pretty pissed off with the doctor a lot this this series. (laughs) She has. Yeah, she has. Sometimes with good reason, but uh, not always. Yeah. They've kind of been like, uh, do you know, quite an interesting point, actually. Uh, Throughout the entire time of when uh, we had Tennant and Smith pretty much all everyone ever did was moan about this relationship between the Doctor and and either Clara or Amy, mm. um, and especially with um, Rose and Martha. Everybody complained all the time about they didn't want this kind of love, boyfriend, girlfriend, kissing. you know, relationship. And now that we have the opposite to that, where they're clearly not that at all, you know, it's the complete opposite. People are still moaning. It's like, why is why is the doctor being so horrible to Clara? And why is Clara having a go at him all the time? It's like, guys, you know, you need to pick a side here. Yeah, you, know, you, can't, you, you can't please everyone. Yeah, so but she has been she has been very, very straight with him, very firm. And I think it's gonna to come to a head in in this next one where yeah, as you say, she looks really, really angry with him. Mm, I can't I wait just, to see that. I can't wait. It's only a couple of days away. And everyone seems to be assuming we're going to find out who Missy is next week. And I don't know why, where people are so confident of that because we've still got two episodes. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a two-parter, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So because everyone's like, oh, well, you know, we're going to find out, finally find out who Missy is this Saturday. Are, are we? I don't know. I mean, possibly we are because the preview... Uh, preview episodes that have been sent out to all the sort of press and that have had the last two scenes removed. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So yeah. that would suggest that maybe we're going to find out who she is, you know, towards the end of the episode. Um, I hope so. Cause uh, I'm, I'm just can't wait to find out, you know, the, the internet will go mad as well. It's going to be so cool to, as soon as that episode's fished airing, it's going to be so cool to be 
catching up with all the other Doctor Who fans and getting the reaction because it's it's going to be big, isn't it? It's going to be awesome. Either, either way, whoever she turns out to be, it's going to be going to be huge. Yeah, and hopefully we'll have a more positive conversation next week. Yeah, true. <laughs> and I, as I said before, I hate to be negative about this show. I'm not not someone that likes to 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 pick Doctor Who at all. Um, you know, I love this program, but yeah, you know, I think next week we we should be on a more positive episode i would think cool judging by this amazing trailer anyway so what we're going to do review wise for in the forest of the night oh as a score yeah go on hit hit me i've i've got to be honest um i'm this is out of 10 isn't it yeah. um <laughs> i'm, I'm going to give it a 5.5 5. i know that's low five. but that's a, that's a 5.5 5. i'm <laughs> i don't normally do halves but as you do i'll go 5.5 5. i can't go any higher than that well, I'm going to go 4.5. <laughs> really? Yeah. God, I thought I was going to be the ne- negative new new in this one. I can't believe it. I thought I was going to be the one, uh, no. you know, really down on this episode. Wow. 4.5 from you. 4.5, yeah. I can, I can ju- it's one of those things where when I get the, uh, I've, I've pre-ordered the Series 8 uh, Blu-ray box set already. Limited as, or the uh, yeah limited BBC yeah, shop. I love that packaging. Yeah, it looks cool. Um, yeah. So you know, as we would do, we pre-ordered it, and it's mm. one of those things where I can absolutely see myself just skipping that one. Yes, I, I don't think it's one I'll, I'll watch very often. No. Um, I will give it another watch. I've only watched it once. I will give it another watch at some point, but not. It's not going to be one that I return to very often. Yeah, I was going to give it a five. But then I thought, no, I'm going to take another half off, uh, <laughs> <laughs> purely because um, there are just so many there are things that can't be excused. No, there are a yeah. lot of things that didn't go anywhere in it. Yeah. Let's put it there. A lot of ideas, but yeah. none, none of it actually added up to anything substantial. Yeah, and sometimes you have these episodes where the story is pretty crap, the effects are crap, but the performances carry it, but they didn't really do that either. <laughs> no, that's right, no. Yeah. So it's no. Robot of Sherwood was like that. The performances were great. You know, even though it wasn't the, the most amazing story ever written for Doctor Who, um, the performances really carried it. Oh know? yeah, I yeah. mean this, this yeah, this makes Robot Sherwood look uh, look like a masterpiece. So let's re- let's round this. Let's re- let's we see a five. Okay, let's go. Yeah, let's go for five. Big I think blue that's, box that's review. Five. Five. Yeah, cool. That's going to wrap, buddy. Okay. <laughs> So that does wrap for episode 16. It's been great talking, well, it's been kind of okay talking through most of uh, <laughs> most of Doctor Who with you today, buddy. Yeah, no, it's been cool, man. I mean, even when, you know, even when episodes aren't as good, uh, it, at least it gives us something to, to chew over. Indeed. So hoping that next week is, uh, next week's podcast will be a bit more positive and a bit more, a bit more stuff to talk about that's cool. Yes. Uh, so I hope you enjoyed the news. If you have got, like I said, if you've got the Doctor Who experience stuff sorted out, excellent stuff if you haven't please keep plugging away keep just banging on uh, to those guys and get your get your tickets refunded or rescheduled whichever and let us know once you've been because it's fresh it's a fresh experience it's new and uh, I'm going to be going over there and checking it out soon but I'd love to hear people's thoughts on it and uh, a new review of this new Capaldi-esque Doctor Who experience in Cardiff and yeah so in the forest of the night we weren't huge fans so we're going to yeah, we're going to give that a 5 out of 10. We are settled on it, aren't we? 5. 
Uh, yeah, five. Yeah, five. five I think it's, it's fair. Cool. We will see you next time. Uh, please jump over to the website www.bigblueboxpodcast.co.uk. You can check out all the other podcasts. There's links to Twitter, Facebook, and all that stuff. And uh, enjoy um, Dark Water on Saturday, buddy. Yes, I will do. Yeah, really excited. Look forward to to chewing the fat of you on that one next week. Yeah, it's going to be cool. Until next time, thank you very much. We'll see you later. Take care, guys.